Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> After, uh, oh, I don't know what, like a month of, of trying, we're finally sitting down to do our first one here. I know. We've been talking about it forever. I'm excited to finally actually do it. It's a little wild. Right? Intimidating. Intimidating would be the word. All the intimidation. <laughs> All of it. So many intimidations. All of it. So, it's fun, though. I'm excited. It'll it's, be a... Uh, it's Some, easier to do it with somebody else, too, though. Well, yeah, we, we I think we talked about that. You talked about that last night in your live on TikTok about uh, sitting down and not having the feedback. And I, I think we both said that the feedback's kind of where what makes this kind of thing work. I mean, you're getting you're getting comments on there, but you're it takes so long to get feedback from the person you're talking to that you move on to a different subject. Exactly. And it just kind of falls apart. So. Yeah. It's a struggle, to say the least. It's a huge, huge struggle. Uh, I would agree. All right. Where, where are we going to start today? I don't know. You surprised me. Let's, let's... Right, can, can, we, can we pull a Nancy Pelosi and say, good evening, Sunday evening? It's Sunday evening. Yes. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday evening. The whole spiel, and the next thing you know, she breaks down to, good evening, where were you? <laughs> Are you not here with us the entire time you were making your uh, your speech? It happens. I mean, I've I've personally never been 700 years old. I assume things start falling off the wagon. I mean... Somewhere around 650 years. I, w- I would I definitely know. say 650 years is definitely the top where everything mentally starts to decline. I would definitely go with 750 Somewhere in that area. Do you think her face was like as bad as it is? Or do you think that last 50 years is what's really got it? I I think it's very uh, hocus pocus. Um, the more souls of children, the, the better it gets. But I mean, it's bad when you're on screen and Sarah Jessica Parker is the good looking one. That's true. You know I mean, who Sarah Jessica Parker is? That's definitely AOC. That's... <laughs> That is very true. Yes. She's the white privilege AOC. She is. She definitely is. You know, sucking the lives out of Americans is what they do best. Yes. For sure. That is very true. Good times. And, and you know, I think she is a screaming Hollywood liberal, too. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, I I don't have proof of that, but. Well, they don't have proof of anything either. So, I mean, we're just going to go off what they do. Maybe maybe we can ask Brad about that when we have him on here. I know I know he yes. wanted to talk about a few of his uh, former former Hollywood friends. I would love that. I would love that. I love Brad. He's so nice. He's a good guy. He cracks me up. His videos he's in, crack. He's me in up. Chicago, so we just have to pray for his safety every day. I know. God, I wonder if he's going to Thanksgiving. I don't know. I would hope so. If not, he's just going to be eating a turkey by himself. Can can they even get turkeys? Like, I mean, can they go out? Like, what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the Chicago lockdown situation is at the at the moment. I honestly don't care. <laughs> he's like, it's not me. Uh, <laughs> no, we just uh, so in, in the town I'm in, we just had a uh, uh, another officer involved shooting. So we're going to be we're anxiously awaiting the riders. Oh my god! So, uh, yeah. So I'll have more information on that tomorrow. So the next yeah. time we talk, I can bring some of that up. But they haven't released a whole lot. Oh wow! It That's... happened. The cops are clearly racist. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah. 
Doesn't doesn't everybody know that every single cop is racist? Come on. Yeah, every every last one. I'm telling you, they maliciously go out and find people and like, that's the one. We got to get them. That's it. It's gonna make us famous. I think that's why cops do it. I think they want. I think they just want to be famous. That's it. That's all they want to do. It's quick fame. It is. It's it's very very. Their pictures. Their pictures were on Facebook within 12 hours. I'm telling you, I. I mean, look at Kyle Rittenhouse. Do you hear he got off on bail? Nah. If, well, he yeah, paid his bill. Yeah. <laughs> that that kid's probably going to, he's going to have to go down for that. Yeah. He, uh, <sighs> I feel so bad for him, though. Like, but he's, well, he's, got, he's got a good attorney. His attorney was Sand, uh, Sandman's attorney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got some of that good uh, CNN nuisance money mm-hmm. that Crowder's always talking about. Yep. I can't do the voice, but. I don't think anybody can do the voice. It's a good, it's a good nuisance money. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be big. I wish he yeah. was. I wish Sandman's attorney would be uh, Trump's attorney. God, oh. I don't know. Cindy, uh, Cindy Powell, she's doing pretty good though. For she's she she's is. talking with her head held high. She is. Um, she was talking on. I think she was on with on with Glenn Beck the other day, and uh, I was trying to catch it, and I I had some other things going on, and I missed it. But I'm gonna go back and listen to that because <clears throat> she's still taking information from a fire hose, from the sounds of it. What? And I just don't know. You know, you don't know how much of it's true, obviously. Yeah. But and they're not gonna release any of it until the till the court date comes up because. You know, why would you show your hand? Why would you say, yeah. well, you know, this is what we have. Why would you give them time to cover it up? Yeah, exactly. I did hear today when I was coming in, um, when I was coming back into town, that the Dominion servers are not in Germany. Like they were but, never in Germany or? Well, I, see, that's the part that I'm not 100% sure of. They Dominion is in Germany, but it's office space. It is now closed up, boarded up, completely evacuated office space. That's awful convenient. It's not suspicious at all. I, no. I, nope. I'm sure they had a lease and it just expired or they had rats or a pipe burst. They, they had a pipe burst. That's they what it was. A, they had a pipe burst in a completely non-functioning part of the building. And it, it just ruined everything on every floor. They're just like, you know what? We just got to go every ahead. We got to get out. And, you know, we're just, we'll, we'll just relocate. But nobody say anything. Like, like we really want to keep this like insurance wise. We just want to keep it on the DL. Like, we don't want it to be like a big thing. Pretty much, is how you, I feel. You got you to keep it out of the news. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you don't. And you don't was, want to blow it up. Then you got you know claims going everywhere. We can't have any of that. That's going to be the thing. Where's the insurance claims for the building damage in Georgia? Hmm. Or the or the work orders for the guys that had to come in and fix it. That's 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 one of the many mysteries that we uh that we have here in Georgia. We we have many many mysteries. We also and have Andrew Yang trying to get people to come down there and vote in the Senate election and then leave. Oh, so I heard about that. I was just I'm, I mm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I don't get it. I d- leave leave it to the only guy who was qualified for the job. Leave to, it. 
to be mad about something and then yep. still come back and try and rig the election. It, What's the payoff amount for these no people? I want to be a part of it. Like, I mean, <laughs> put moral, put morals aside. What's Money? what's more lucrative? That's what you have to figure. What's more lucrative? The next 30 years of your life working in an America that's actually still America or taking a lump sum payment from the devil? I that's mean, what that's what you got to figure out. But like what comes with that? I mean, like do I get my own island? It like can I go to an extraditional uh, like country or That didn't work out so good for the last guy. I know. But I mean, I'm just like I mean, I'm not saying I would, but <laughs> friend, I definitely friend, would. But friends in low places has its limits. I'm afraid. That's true. That's true. Morals. And that that line is somewhere around Hillary Clinton's house. Oh God. So I mean, that's, that's who you're that's who you're dealing with. When you take money from her, you, you add yourself to the hit list. Yeah. Your time's coming. It's 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 definitely coming. It's coming quick, especially if you. I'm. I'm trying to think of the uh, girl's name, the Gaylene, Gaylene, um, Maxwell, Gaylene Maxwell. Is that her name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of her stuff is safe. I'm surprised she hasn't committed suicide yet. Hopefully she's good at hiding. I mean, it sounds like she's just as guilty as all of them. So everybody she is. She's totally. But I I have a feeling that Hillary is going to come after. her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, she's got a vengeful little army that she pays well, and they know yeah. they're on the list if they don't do it themselves. So uh-huh. it's very. Uh, I wonder how big her little black book is. Like, is it a little black book, or is it like a big, huge, like, like Kaylee's book, her binder? <laughs> like, is it like that, or is it like? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Something like that. It has its own vehicle. Yes. Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at it's all. It's probably, I mean, knowing Hillary, it's probably an email format. Probably. God, just, you know, sense. you just got to wipe it off. Yep. Just. Yeah. Multiple yep. copies hidden uh-huh. in different places. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's definitely not on a server called Hitlist. So I've got a, uh, a moving on point and I know that you're not a Beck listener. I'm not. But I caught he's he's a little too doomsday most of the time. Yeah. He did an interview with Janice Dean from Fox. Mm -hmm. She is in New York. Her uh husband's parents, her Mm in-laws, both died from COVID in nursing home facilities in New York. And they were uh, they were talking this so this was on Thursday maybe Friday of last week and I I missed it but I caught it today again when I was in the car and so she's trying to call out Cuomo over all this I take it for, well I mean she said it outright people that she knows that are friends with his family said that she needs to be careful and watch her back so. She's continuing on with anything on Blaze TV. They have opened up to let her come on and tell her story. So, so I guess she's brave. (laughs) Right. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I would, I don't think I would go 
cruising down that bridge, but mm, that's that that's awful brave of her. That I mean, speaking of low places, the Cuomo's are yeah. low places. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's he's repulsive. He's, so, so she's mad, obviously, completely understandably mm-hmm. about Cuomo of of Cuomo the older, not the lesser. Uh, she's she's mad that he's pushing his book about how great he handled it and how he's a shining example of how things should be working. And I never saw these, but apparently there's a cartoon, like a caricature of him cruising around making fun of the South while they were going through their wave, I guess. And saying that, Oh, well, if you would have just done what we did, well, yeah, dude, if they would have done what you did, half their population would be gone. He, the shit I hear people say about him, I, I, he is an awful man. I've listened Mm -hmm. to him one time. I'd say probably twice. I can't stand him. Everything he says, he thinks that the sun rises and shines on him. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) like, he, he, first of all, he blames Trump for everything. Well, first of all, let, let, let me just wipe that off. Everybody blames Trump for everything, period. It's it's all Trump's fault. Everything that's ever happened has been Trump's fault. So when he made the order to put COVID-positive people in the nursing home, he was just thought that was the most brilliant thing since the wheel. And I'm like, how is that? How? <laughs> First of all, and, like, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this, like, just call it conspiracy theory or whatever. It makes me wonder if it was more of a population control move. Voter control, yeah. Voter control, population well, control. I mean, you got to get, get those easy ballots. I'm telling you. So, it's like, when I, when I heard that he did that, I couldn't... What, what do you think that the process his thought process was when he decided to do that. There wasn't one. There wasn't? No, there wasn't. No. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe he may have, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, like who, who in their right mind is like, Oh, you know what? This, this kills old people. So where should we take these otherwise healthy young people who have a disease we know nothing about super contagious and we're going to lock them up in a building with a bunch of old, vulnerable people. You can't justify logic behind that. Because, A, that's just a bad place to put them. And, B, I'm not sure that the level of care in a nursing home is high enough to take care of these people. And they're I mean, not trained n- to do that. No. Well, I mean, they, they went to school, but... I mean, you don't have the skills and the facility is definitely not set up for it. No. I mean, hospitals have negative air pressure rooms. They have, you know, you don't have shared rooms. I mean, some of them, but I don't, I, no, I mean, there can't be any thought process behind it other than voter. I mean, you really, do we take voter fraud all the way back to the March? I mean... I, 
How long has Trump been calling it for, though? He's been calling it since, what, six, seven months ago? So, so oh, man, we're going to write that down at. Hold on. Okay, so I don't know exactly what, I don't know exactly what this executive order is number-wise. Um, but this is an executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election. Issue date, September 12, 2018. What? Yeah. So this section 1A, like starting right off, no later than 45 days after conclusion of United States election, the director of national intelligence in, in consultation with the heads of any other appropriate executive departments and agencies shall conduct an assessment of any information indicating that a foreign government or any person acting as an agent of or on behalf of a foreign government has acted with the intent or purpose of interfering with the election. That's just the first sentence of this. Jesus. This thing is pages long and it covers everything. everything. Fraud in credit cards, fraud in foreign exchange between anybody. Speaking of foreign interference... Joe Biden is not is not the president elect. No. Officially. <laughs> he could have he could have every single vote. Every vote in America could have went to Joe Biden until Trump concedes or until December 14th when the electoral college votes. He is not to act like he has any power. No. He can think it all day long. Not that he can, not that he is capable of thinking that. (laughs) Speaking of nursing homes. Yeah. um, So there is already media going crazy about, well, he can't get in to talk to foreign leader so-and-so, or he already replied to foreign leader so-and-so of this country. He can't do that. He can't do that. You cannot. That's, I mean, that's literally what they accuse Trump of. Where's, where's the logic? (laughs) There is none. We just went over this. There is none. There is none. It's complete doubled standards. Oh my God. Literally need to look up the word double standard because I get on my TikTok all day long. Biden won, Biden won. And when I post my video, yesterday about the liberal hotline i said basically people keep thinking that he's the president-elect and they're like well the news you're right the news doesn't elect the president but they uh they report what the people want the people haven't even finished voting so how in the world is he i yeah, I I mean, the media has always played a part in this, but there was a time, I don't know the exact date, and I was going to look that up before we started this, but I ran out of time. There was a date that there was no media. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was media. There was, I'm sure. But it was Jim Bob with his quill pen, <laughs> and it took him six months to get things across the, the country. Now, the country's not always been as big as it is, obviously, but even across the original colonies, it still took some time. 
one tweet and you've got the whole world now. Yep. And that's all it takes. It takes one dumb person. I was listening to your podcast number three for opinions with Shannon and you were talking about, actually it may have been two. I may be mistaken on that. You were talking about AOC and that you didn't think that she understands the power of her words. And you may be right. She doesn't understand the power of her words, but her controllers do. And they know that people are like, oh, well, she's a young voice and Mm -hmm. she came from being a bartender. There's nothing wrong with being a bartender. We've already talked about this. People relate to that. People are like, oh, well, you know, I, I have a like, you know, whatever. And if she thinks this, then that must be what I should think. She went to school for foreign policy and economics. And can't even discuss anything about foreign policy. <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you make it through a program when you know absolutely nothing? I just completed a year of online schooling, which is probably a minute fraction of the education that she got. And I can talk about anything I learned all day long. Mm-hmm. And I still had time to brush up on all this crap. Yep. I... <laughs> The media, she won and she won like that's well, I mean, she won because the media pushed her, yep, into that spot, and rightfully so. Kim Klasik in Baltimore should have won on the same, same type of thing. She's young, she's black, she's a woman. Mm -hmm. How they won't even elect a black female in the ghetto of Baltimore. But there's still systematic uh, systematic racism. There is, yeah. It's just we had we had the wrong side of the aisle, Peg. I know, right? We had a black president. We have a um, Muslim congresswoman. We have a Puerto Rican congresswoman. But there's systematic racism everywhere. But the thing is, they don't. If it doesn't, they they want they want a certain person. That believes what they want to believe, but when we give them a certain person, but they don't believe the same thing that they do, they just, no, she's, she's this, she's that, or they're this, they're that. It's like, dude, like, if you want a person of color, here they are. Well, they don't believe what we would. Then why don't you run? This is the biggest thing that I have. When people are like, well... I don't want to, or they'll say, well, I don't want this person because I don't like what they believe. All right. Why don't you run? Right. Simple fix. AOC did it. She was a bartender. Like we said, there's nothing wrong with bartenders. Why don't you run? If she can do it, anybody can do it. Right. That, that, yeah, that's you, don't, you don't have to have money to run. No. Other, other people pay for it, especially if you're in the Democrat Party. Especially in the that's the their DNC motto. will pay for anything you want. Yep, of course. So, so I, I was I was thinking about this when they keep making a big deal about, oh well, we're gonna have the first black vice president. Okay, that's great. We already had the first black president. Who cares? I mean, we've hit the threshold. We yeah. we topped out. That's the highest office you can hold. Yep. Obama already did it. Mm-hmm. Were any of us happy about it? No. Did mm-hmm. any of us go out and burn our cities down? No. I was in high school. And then I joined the military. Mm-hmm. Eight of my nine years were under this guy. And it wasn't the best time of my life. 
but it wasn't awful. Yeah. You could, it would be far much, it would be far worse under Biden. I guarantee it. If the military even still exists, unless it just becomes a complete federalized entity, which it probably will. Back to my original point of color and being the first of everything, you and I are the same age. I was, well, you probably were a junior and I was a senior when Obama got elected. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. I remember hearing a lot about it. Do you remember hearing anything about Colin Powell when he became the first black secretary of state? Nope. Me either. I was 12, but still. I was in a small town. You'd think small farm town, probably gonna... a bunch of, probably a bunch of racists there. I know. Right. We don't want this black guy in the office. I don't remember it being a big deal. Mm-mm. I don't think anybody cared. That's our foreign policy. I mean, the secretary of state is your foreign policy. That is their job. And no, nobody heard about it. Don't remember it being a big deal. Nope. Nope. You know who I would have loved for uh, him to have won the uh, presidency? God love his soul. God rest his soul. Herman Cain. Yeah, I, I, could, I could probably... I think he would have been a good vice president. I don't know about a... The actual full president. Actual full-on <laughs> president. I, uh, I just... I would have loved... I would love to have seen him be president. Would it, I mean, the, the the thing about choosing a president, you you never know until they're actually in office. Like, I, to be honest, in 2016, I could have voted for Trump. I didn't. I wasn't big into politics back then. Right. I remember when he first said he was gonna he was gonna run. I busted out laughing. I was like, dear God, like. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people did. A lot, a lot of I mean. a lot of people. Like I, I can I can only speak for myself. I busted out laughing. I'm like, he is not gonna run. There, there's no way that he's gonna run. And when he did, I was like, okay. And then I heard him speak, and I was like, okay, word words are a lie, but let's see your actions. And as soon as he started doing everything he said he was gonna do, I was like, bro. Like, actions speak so much louder than words. Like, Obama had all these words. He had a silver tongue. That's what I'll tell anybody. Yep. He is an amazing speaker. Obama, I can listen to him all day long. I can't grasp some of the words that he says because, you know, he uses big politician words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he never did anything. Right. He never he did anything. He didn't have to. No. He was just a placeholder. Yeah. So, when Trump comes in and... You know, he he talks for people. To me, I can understand Trump. Like when he's when he speaks, I'm like, I know exactly what you're saying. I don't have to sit there and pull out the politician handbook to be able to try to figure out what you're talking about. So I would much rather have that as a president than you get up there, give me a 30 minute speech and be like. I don't get it. Like, it's I don't know. I think Uh, I think some of the big appeal to the to the urban urban voters of especially Chicago because Obama came from Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think it was a not so much that they could relate to him. Like I can relate to Trump. I am interested in business. I'm interested in making money just like every other person in America. Um, but I don't feel the need to use big words and I'm going to come across on this whole podcast series as probably not the best speaker, obviously, but 
I choose my words carefully. Mm-hmm. They're not big words, but they're words that our listeners are going to know. I've, I've talked to our people for however many months we've been doing this via text. I have a hundred characters to respond to people. I've sat down in enough business meetings. I've presented enough business topics, presentations. I was a salesperson. I can put things down in less than a hundred words, a hundred characters. Sorry that we're, we're dealing with characters, even not even words. Yeah. And I, Obama can't do that. He, he gets up and he talks and you're right. He is, he's a great speaker, Mm -hmm. but he talks about the same thing for 20 minutes in circles around big words. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the appeal of that is to people who may not have went to college and don't know those words. I don't know those words. I'm 30 years old. I'm still in college. I don't know some of the words he used. I mean, I'll be honest. I have to look up words all the time. Yep. I'm reading Ted Cruz's new book, One Vote Away, and I am looking up words every (laughs) 15 sentences. The dude is ridiculously smart, but he uses them in context that I can Mm -hmm. figure it out. Yeah. But Obama just talked and talked and talked and talked with all these big words. And I, I think the appeal was that, well, if he can do it, I can go do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. But did you go do it? Yeah. What changed in your life between 2008 and 2012 and then 2012 to 2016? What changed in your life? Did you make your life better? Did Obama make your life better? I'm fairly certain all of my finances and shoot, anything you look at got better in the last four years than it did mm-hmm. in the last even Bush. I mean, Bush had his own situation going on with after 9-11. I, I mean, we're talking a lot of years here. 16 years of presidents, both yeah. sides of the aisle, and nothing changed. And then all of a sudden, a guy comes in who isn't a politician. And you bring up Herman Cain. He wasn't a politician. He's a businessman. Yep. What would have happened if he would have won in 2008? Mm. I don't what know. If, what if Herman Cain, a Republican, is our first black president? That would have been amazing. I'm not even going to lie. I think the world would have burned down that night. I, I don't think I don't think so because I think under the Obama administration, I think it revealed a lot of hate that our country has not really shown before. Like, unless you go back to like 1776 or the civil war, like we're back to the sixties, but yeah. yeah, you know, it's right. I think under the Obama administration, I think it dug people out of the ground and they, he formed this idea that if something doesn't go your way, or if you don't like something, then you just need to go burn shit down. Yes. That's and a, that, I don't yes. think, I think people would have been okay if Herman Cain would have won. I, I, I don't think that they would have burned shit down because, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't BLM start under Obama? 
Uh, yeah, I do believe so. Yeah. So it's, it's like I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think I don't think that it would have been. I mean, yeah, I think there would have been people who disagreed with Herman Cain. Everybody, everybody, I don't agree with every single thing that Trump says. I don't. I didn't agree with what Obama said most of the time. Actually, about 98% of the time. And you you can't make everybody happy, but I don't think if Herman Cain would have won, I don't think people would have burned, burned down the city. I really don't. So since you bring it up, the uh, BLM inception date for foundation date was July 13th, 2013. 13. It's a social movement, mm-hmm. if you weren't aware. So, a social movement. Social movement. Is that what they put it as? A social movement? Uh, that is what it's listed as, yes. Yes. Its purpose, uh, according to Wikipedia, the information overlords of the world. Yeah. Their purpose is advocacy and protests against racial discrimination. Um, real quick, the protest definition, a statement or action expressing disapproval. So... I, I mean, maybe burning, maybe part, <laughs> maybe burning things down is actually part of that definition. I was um, unaware. However, I believe the Constitution says peaceful protests. I've never had. I mean, I've had peaceful fires. I have. I've drank a lot of beer around peaceful fires. Yeah. But never, never an auto zone or a target. I mean, maybe or a government maybe building. Maybe their their protests identify <laughs> as peaceful. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe they're like, you know what? It's not going to be peaceful, but it's going to identify as peaceful. Yes. You know, I mean, because last time I checked, throwing a temper tantrum and throwing yourself. I, honestly, somebody asked me about live one time. They're like, what they say? They said, because I was talking about rioting, and they said, well, do you agree with kneeling during the national anthem? I said, do I agree with it? No. I said, but that's a peaceful protest. Exactly. That's what that is. Do I agree with what he's doing? Absolutely not. I think it's disrespectful. Opinions. Hi. So... I don't, I don't agree with it, but I would much rather them kneel for the national anthem than them burn down businesses. Well, yeah, and and the, and the big thing with that is, is I like sports. Mm-hmm. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm recording a podcast during their game against the Raiders. <laughs> Y'all are lucky. <laughs> we um, so dedicated. <laughs> we could have been done with this before halftime. I know, right. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> um, I think I think the big thing is if I don't want to be involved, I just shut the TV off. When they're burning down the city, I don't really have a way to not be involved anymore. And kneeling, kneeling for the anthem, kneeling for the flag, whatever. I I mean, 
nobody's getting hurt. Like you said, nobody's getting hurt. Our feelings don't get hurt as easily as everybody else's. But there's, there's damage done to an extent by kneeling. Nothing, nothing major. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen a single riot test. That's what I'm going to call them now. <laughs> I haven't seen a single one of those end in anything good. can escape this hellhole <laughs> so that ended up being a decent segue into your next topic or last topic maybe i don't remember i need to look yeah. at the list <laughs> if you remember you probably remember better than i do i was don't don't reading it don't going take down bets the road. on that because i don't remember um it wasn't the last topic but it was uh the second topic so we okay. have made it now to topic two um, so what what do we think is the outcome of Joe Biden being elected and what he will bring to the U.S.? I'll let you answer first and then I'll roll off of you. All right. Well, I've had this conversation with a few people and somebody brought up the Hunger Games last night in your life. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't think it's going to be to that extent. Obviously I think that takes a lot of time um, on the, on the timeline of disasters. I think that takes the first president's not going to do that. Um, Is it concerning that we're even thinking about that? Uh, Yeah, obviously. Um, the reason I could agree with somebody on that was I think, I think 2020 through 2025 is the hunger games original, not one. I think it's the, the prequel that we never got to see for the movies. I think it's leading up to what eventually happens in the first movie. Um, I don't obviously I don't think it's going to come down to the actual games being played because that's kind of wild. And I mean, is anything's possible, I suppose, but it's a little far fetched at I, some points of it. I don't even think Glenn Beck would jump on that train <laughs> and we all know how far he is. That's true. Um, I, I do ultimately think it's going to be a power move towards some sort of ism. Um, and it's going to be a move away from capitalism, um, which is, I think we're being prepared for that by we, everything we take is off of the news now. I mean, we can't even listen to each other and have a civil conversation. We're, we're getting medical information from two or three different places and one side says, oh, yeah, this is fine. The other side says, uh, no, we're not going to do that. And then a third party comes in and says, well, we have an idea. And then it, both sides are like, well, pff, not going to do that. So I think, 
I think that paired with, oh, hey, we need to we need to go on lockdown again. You need to go buy everything that you should already have because we just did this in March. It's November. If you ran out of toilet paper, you have problems. I mean, Amazon's out of stock. Walmart's out of stock. Target's out of stock. The local grocery stores are out of stock. I missed the point of getting toilet paper. I just don't get it. It's a respiratory infection, but we got to all get to <laughs> Yeah. I mean, make a mask out of it. Sure. It probably right. works better than the cloth mask. It probably does. But you hear these people that come from socialized countries or communist countries and yeah, sure. Everything's free, but they don't tell you how long they have to wait in line to get it. I mean, there's, there's countries where the healthcare system is like the Walgreens CVS take a number. Oh, you have number 15. Okay, great. Oh, you're having a heart attack. That sucks. That guy with 13, He's got a paper cut. He's going to go before you are. Hopefully we have the supplies to help both of you. Oh, you're 70 years old? Well, sorry. If you're less than two and over 60, unless you're really lucrative at whatever you're doing at 60, sorry about your life, buddy. You're not going to be treated. You're going to get the minimum care, maybe. And you're going to get a wood coffin. (laughs) If you're lucky. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> they might just throw you on a wood pyre, but I mean. <laughs> I, I just saw it. I don't want to go full circle, but back to Janice Dean. She, I believe it was her, and I'll correct myself next episode if I'm wrong, but I believe she had mentioned that there is still New Yorkers that died back in the beginning of COVID that are still in freezer trailers. <gasps> That's what ridiculous. Now, oh my god! How are you supposed to trust a government to control every aspect of your life? Right? We have it. We have it pretty simple. I mean, we're being told not to have Thanksgiving, right? No more than people that live in your house already. Well, that's not Thanksgiving. That's get me the hell out of here. I've been with these people since March. We're all living that. So less than 10 people. All right, great. Well, I can't think of 10 people I even like enough. So this didn't affect me. But if you wanted to go against that, you could. You could still do that. You could still go have your neighbor over, whatever. I don't, you could do whatever. Socialism is not going to allow that. You're going to be told what to do, when to do it, what to wear, where to buy it from, and what line to stand in to go get it. Yep. Money's not going to exist. They've already started taking our money. I mean, you're going places and you can't pay with change for something that's 50 cents. Uh, Dummy, you're going to give me back 50 cents. Mm -hmm. I pay you a dollar. You're going to give me back 50 cents that I now can't spend. What am I going to, what am I supposed to do with that? Go put it in Coinstar and it cost me $13 to make 20. Yep. Guess where that money's going? I mean, that's that's where I see things going. I don't see it being I don't see it being the end of society. Now 
Georgia may may seal off the Senate race next year, in the beginning of the year, rather. And if we keep the Senate and <clears throat> that gives us a lot of power. That gives us strike down power for any court packing or anything like that. So I think I think the to make a really long story a little bit shorter. I think that as long as we keep Senate and we have our justices in SCOTUS, I think, I think we'll survive four years of whoever's in office. What concerns me is the runoffs. If anything goes awry in that, which it already is. I mean, when you're, when your guys is down with COVID right now, I mean, one of the senators running miraculously gets miraculously does and you know what if he comes out and he's like oh that was awful but i lived i lived they're gonna be like oh he said it's no big deal again trump said that we can't vote for this guy i'm telling you there's no good outcome no it's a i don't want to say it's a politicized virus it's real people are dying people are getting sick but there's political consequences to this Mm -hmm. you you can't I mean, even us, who knows who's listening is like, oh, what they just say? I mean, there comes a point where the, whatever you say is going to be wrong. So you might as well just put out the truth and damn the consequences, right? I mean, pretty much damned if you do, damned if you don't at this point. Right. So you might as well have some moral ground to stand yeah. on when, when the hammer comes down because yep. that's all we're going to have. I mean, we're, so with that, I think I'll save what I was going to say for the next topic, and uh, we'll take a break and push a little advertisement your way. Uh, just a little thank you for sticking around this long, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for sticking around this far. Uh, since you made it this far, we want to give you a special offer. Uh, Tree Frog Apparel. Go check them out. Use code Shannon Joe and get 5% off on their merchandise. Cool hats, cool Trump 2020 stuff. Go check them out. Let you talk about your doomsday situation <laughs> when Biden takes over because it's every day looking more and more realistic. I Not know. even realistic. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Biden's America. I feel like it's going to have a vibe. I don't know if you've seen Divergent. Like, you know how, like, half the buildings are falling and then they have, like, this one part of the city that they live in that's, like, thriving? Yeah, the you know, typical apocalypse situation. Pretty much. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be that. Like like you said, I'm, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, you get 12 people into an arena and they all fight to the death. I don't think it's going to be like that. But I do think that it will I – think, I think our economy is going to suffer. I think if – and I don't think it's going to be Biden. If we keep the Senate, we're good. If we can keep the Senate, we'll be fine. But let's hypothetically speak. Let's hypothetically speak where – 
they get the Senate, they get the House, they get Biden in there. In the first, I would get, I wouldn't even say six months, first four, three to four months, they're going to, they're just going to get rid of Biden, period, altogether. Everybody's gone. Biden's gone. Biden just went to the old folks home. They figured out that he is not, uh, he's not there enough to lead as president, right? In comes Kamala Lala. Kamala, Kamala, her, Miss Harris. Harris comes in. She will be the downfall of our country. Period. And when that, when it happens, I, I think we'll become either the next Venezuela or the next Cuba. Like you said, pe- people have no idea what real socialism is. They literally have no clue. And it's very, it's very, it's very, I wouldn't say shocking, but it's, it's sad. It's, it's so sad because the people who come over to our country, uh, who are from Venezuela, who are from Cuba, who are from China, they're escaping something. You don't see Americans move into Venezuela. You don't see Americans move into Cuba. Like, you don't see that. They're trying to escape something. You need to look at what they're trying to escape, and people don't do that. You don't understand that. Go watch Maximo Alvarez at the 2020 RNC. Yeah. That dude is... Glad to be gone. Yeah. I work America through and through. I work with um, my the industry I work in, the airline industry. I work with a whole bunch of different people. A lot of them come from Venezuela. Uh, one of my classmates that I graduated flight attendant school with, he's from Venezuela. He's like, I am so glad to be out of Venezuela. He's like, it's awful. He said, it's not that I don't love my home. He said, I love my home. He said, but it's not, it's not what everybody thinks it is. And these, and it's the kids. Like, it's not even the older generation that's for socialism. They just want, they just want Trump out. That, that's it. They, they don't, they don't care at what cost. They don't care. It's the kids who are 16, 17, 18 years old that are wanting socialism, that are wanting free education, that are wanting, um, that are wanting free healthcare. It doesn't work. They don't, they don't realize who it's, it's coming from. Nothing in life is free. And in Biden's America, Harris's America. They're supposed to still be doing the trucker stop. Stop the tires. It's supposed to happen on the 29th. Right. I think that's I think that's stopped, isn't it? I I've been getting I've been getting messages. I've been getting I've been reading all sorts of things. Still mm. people still saying that it's on. So I it might only be half. I don't know. But if it happens. That's what Biden's America will look like. Yeah. That, that to me is what, and I'm going to be like, oh, I can't wait. Just to give people a little taste of what it's going to be like. Because they don't, they have no clue. They don't understand how America works. 
Well, they'll just go steal it. They'll just go steal it. Exactly. Well, it's not going to affect them. It's going to affect us. Yeah. And it's not going to affect us. I mean, I mean, to, to a point it will, but they will, they'll just steal it. They'll just take it from the elderly. They'll take, you know, they'll take it. They take it from weak people. It's so good. They don't, they don't go fight strong people. No, they will go. They will go take it. Then I will go hunger game on your ass. Like, right. So, <laughs> so Venezuela adapt, uh, adopted our democracy program mm-hmm. back in the fifties, late fifties. And between now and then, I think, I don't, I can't remember what the exact, um, socialism situation or date was for them. Um, I want to say it was like less than 20 years ago that they were overtaken by a socialist government, like 2010, maybe something like that. That was 20 years ago. No. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. 2010 was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I don't know. I think I it was me. more along like 13 years. I got you. I want to say it was right before the Obama years. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the exact date. Um, so they went from being one of the richest countries in South America to people fleeing the country. What does that tell you about us? What what's coming in the Biden America? That hurts to say. That's gross. It, it, um, it left a nasty taste in my mouth. So, I mean, thirteen years. That's not a lot of time. I've been out of high school for that long, and it seems like it went by real fast. That is not a lot of time for things to go to shit. Nope. And we're a way bigger country with way bigger problems. So it may not even take that long. Yep. And uh, raise your hand if you think we're going to make enemies with North Korea and North Korea is going to do something to us if Biden gets in. Because the good news is, is if North Korea decides they want to play games, we'll never know about it. That's true. It'll be. I I I am fairly confident that nuclear holocaust can happen within 12 minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. ICBMs are fast. And I'm in the Midwest of the country and that's where all of ours are at. So oh, you gone. <laughs> all I'm going to see is some smoke trails yep. and that's that's going to be the end of it. Yep. It would it I'm would not surprise me. He's already top Nobody likes him, first of all. Everything that Trump has done with every other country, everything's just undone. It will be, 100%. Gone. Just the, the only reason people want him in is because he's an easy target. Yep. That's we are it. now the country that's going to get bullied around. Just like when Obama was in office. Exactly. We'll just start sending pallets of cash to the Middle East again. Pretty much. Be like, hey, don't do anything to us. So <laughs> It wasn't even to not do anything to us. We were funding the war we were fighting. We were funding our enemies. Yes. Oh, my God. It, that irks me so bad. Thinking about, thinking about it, it irks me. It really... He's an awful... Well, just thinking about Biden being president and... All the possible things that could happen 
while he is president. Like I said, now, I mean, we got two different types of situations. We could have, I, because I don't see him being president for more than three months, maybe four max. You're giving him longer than I am. I, why do you think they, Nancy, the crypt keeper, went and pulled out the 25th? It was, it's not for Trump. It's never, they're playing chess no. with each other and they're always thinking three moves ahead. That's why Nancy pulled out the 25th Amendment and she's going to use it on Joe. And then Kamala Lala will be, the president, and then so I've asked, I've asked a bunch of different people this. Maybe you can answer because I've been getting mixed signals from it. So Kamala Lala becomes president. Nancy moves up to VP, or uh, because I've heard I've heard both ways. Like, no, she stays that, and then Kamala can pick her own candidate. I think until she had somebody picked, that would be what happens. And that's that's the chain of secession if something happens to both the president, president and the and vice, the vice president, president as the speaker of the house takes over. Right. I don't know what I don't know what the twenty fifth amendment would what that situation would look like. I would assume I would assume that you know, she would technically become the president. So why wouldn't she be able to pick her own VP? Yeah. I mean, that's a scary thought. Nancy, come on. Even Kamala's not dumb enough to take Nancy as a VP. Nah. She's, first of all, she's, she's the crypt keeper. Like you said, she's 700 years old. Right. <laughs> she looks like the house has done a number on her. That's what it ha- I mean, is it a stressful job? Of course it is. But, so is the presidency. Yeah. Four years, four to eight years of being a president. I mean, eight years destroyed Obama. Look. Look at Bush. Dude, look how gray Obama's hair got. Like, like the eight, first yeah. three years. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. When Obama, like, within the first three, four years, he aged. Like, there is no tomorrow. But I, who do you who do you think Harris would choose as VP though? I have absolutely no idea. AOC. I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> Jeez. That's a is she thought. is she even old enough? I don't think actually. So. I don't know. I don't think there's any age. No, no, I'm sorry. There, the age for VP is you have to be old enough to serve as the president. And 30, 35. 35. And you have to be a resident for 14 years. So she's not there yet, so it wouldn't be her. I don't How old is she? She's 20. She's 31. She's 31? Oh, she so just. So by the time Biden's done, she would be. Yeah. She'd be primed to run. And then, which I heard that she's probably not going to run again. AOC? I had heard that she was in danger of losing her seat. I heard that she won her re-election, but I heard that she doesn't want to run again. So, which, bye. Give it to somebody else. Like, Yeah, pretty much. She could go with Ilhan Omar. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of... How how did they all re- win their reelections? I don't know. 
is this i mean the the party of everything is racist everything you everything we think is based on color is literally voting on race and color color <laughs> I, it's kind of counterproductive it's not counterproductive it's stupid He's like, I'm just going to flat out what are you say gonna, it. He's like, it's stupid. What are you going to do? Fill Congress with a bunch of... Don't multi- say that. That's racist. <laughs> have we have we never elected people of color to office? Of course we have. Ted Cruz is Cuban. That's somebody I'd like to see. We We don't have a good relationship with Cuba. No. Well, we didn't. I mean, we talked about Colin Powell. That may have been the highest office at the time that an African-American had ever held. Plus, he was a four-star general. Yeah. But how... I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know how to rationalize it. Not even rationalize. I don't even know how to, like, put it into simple terms other than the well, you're racist. I mean that, that it make it, it just doesn't make sense. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Ever. And it's coming from kids who don't don't even know what it is. Right. I my feelings get hurt worse with a kid calling me racist than a full grown adult calling me racist. Like I don't think I, I'm going to, I'm going to put my, my feelings into that. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to speak for you, but I, I think I'm, I think I'll, I'll say what you're thinking. I think. And <laughs> I don't think it's so much that a kid thinks you're racist. That hurts. It's the fact that a kid is being told what racism is at that young of an age. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Granted, I grew up in a town with mostly white and Hispanic people. Mm -hmm. There was kids in my class that would come to school for two months out of the year because their parents were still working in the fields. And then they Mm -hmm. all went back to Mexico. I don't remember ever being like, oh, well, the Mexicans are gone. I don't remember saying that. No, we don't. We didn't know why they left. It just happened every year. They'd be there for a couple months and then they'd leave. I've never heard this word used as much growing up as it has been used now. Right. Like now, somebody was saying, I was watching a TikTok. Somebody said it used to be an insult. Like it used to be you never called people racist. Like you never called them that to their face. Like that was not that growing up. That was something that you never did. Like you right. can think it or you can say it and be like, look, they're they're racist. Like, don't be around them. But now it's become acceptable to go up to people and be like, you're racist. And now it's just like like it's it's something that people don't even get offended by anymore because the word is being used so loosely now. Right. Well and I don't know when it became socially acceptable. Like what did, year? Like <laughs> was it this, uh, just this year or? Well, okay, so 
I'm I'm gonna look this up and we're gonna have to edit out some downtime because That's I wanna fine. get I wanna get this right because we talked about BLM starting under Obama and I'm not gonna be able to pull this up because Google's gonna be like that never happened. Yep. Um Obama was giving a speech and he basically called out law enforcement. Um, I can't even spell. <laughs> it's a struggle. And and this this speech is where everything went downhill. This is was this right before or right after the Ferguson, Missouri? Hands up, don't shoot. Oh, Lord. 2015, I think. This was, nope, sorry, December 19th, 2014. Now than it was when I came into office. Uh, the jobs that have been created, the people who've gotten health insurance, the uh, housing equity that's been recovered, the 401 pensions that have been recovered. A lot of those folks are African-American. They're better off than they were. The gap between income and and wealth uh, of white and and black America uh, persists. And we've got more work to do on that front. Uh, I've been consistent in saying that uh, this is a legacy of uh, a troubled uh, racial past, Jim Crow and slavery. Uh, That's not an excuse for black folks. Uh, And I think uh, the overall majority of black people understand it's not an excuse. They're working hard. They're out there hustling and trying to get an education, trying to send their kids to college. But they're starting behind oftentimes in the race. Uh, And what's true for all Americans is we should be willing to. I see a look on your face. Do you have a comment to add? I'm I'm good. I can, I I can hold it. I'm good. All right. We've we've got uh, about a minute and a half left. Okay. It only gets worse. Oh God. Provide people a hand up, not a hand up, but help folks get that good early childhood education. Help them uh, graduate from high school. Help them afford college. Uh, if they do, they're going to be able to succeed, and that's going to be good for all of us. Uh, and we've seen some progress. The education reforms that we've initiated uh, are showing measurable results. We have the highest high school graduation that we've seen in a very long time. It's higher now. We uh, are seeing record numbers of young people attending college. Uh, higher now. You know, in many states that have initiated reforms, you're seeing progress in, in math scores. And, uh, and reading scores uh, for African-American and Latino students, as well as uh, the broader population. Uh, but we still got uh, more work to go. Triple now. now. Obviously, how we're thinking about race relations right now has been colored by uh, Ferguson, the Garner case in New York, uh, a growing awareness in the broader population of what I think many communities of color have understood for some time. Uh, and that is that there are specific instances, at least, where uh, where the 
where law enforcement uh, doesn't feel as if it's being applied uh, in a colorblind fashion. Uh, the task force that I formed uh, is supposed to report back to me in 90 days. I'm going to try and find that task force report, but I'm going to save that for next time. Okay. Because I'd really like to dig into that one, and that may take some time. <clears throat> There's about uh, 20 seconds left of this, and I don't remember what the rest of it is, so I'm just going to play it, and we'll That's use fine. it if we need to. All right. Not with a bunch of abstract musings about race relations, but some really concrete, practical things that police departments and law enforcement agencies can begin implementing right now to rebuild trust between communities of color uh, and the police department. Yeah. So, so that was, uh, what, what did I say that was? 2013? Uh, 2014. 14. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's where things started to fall apart. Um, I believe, what did he say? Um, oh, this was... Um, okay. This, this was a quote from Paul Butler, Georgetown law professor, civil rights expert. He says... I give the president credit for this evolution. I think he understands that recent events illustrate the inadequacy of the signature racial justice initiative. My brother's keeper. I'm going to look into that too, because I don't remember hearing that. The problem isn't so much Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, or Eric Gardner needing to pull up their pants as it is systemic discrimination in criminal justice and other arenas. We had four months of propaganda starting with the president that everybody should start the police. That came from Giuliani, our good friend, Rudy Giuliani. Mm. We've had four months of propaganda, starting with the president, that everybody should hate police six years ago. I think I might be wrong, but Trump hadn't even put his name in the arena six years ago. Mm -mm. Seems no. hard that somebody who wasn't even running for president could push all this six years ago. I know. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a kind of a long, lengthy little video there, but. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's where it started. He felt like he accomplished so much. The, uh, the task force that I have uh, implemented. Yeah. I, I need to write that down because I'm going to look into that, but. The task force. Dude. So, the task force that you implemented that you now want to help defund the police with. That was your task force, apparently. His his task force, this one, I believe, was supposed to have been so good that it would prevent any other racial injustices in law enforcement. Every department was supposed to be trained up. All the chiefs were supposed to be replaced if they were found to have racist policies. Chokeholds were supposed to be removed, which... Obama's task force was to find all these problems and then and fix them. Fix them. Hmm. He had, this was 2014, so he still had two more years of research and repair, we'll call it. Uh, I think he may have slipped up. Yeah. 
Or it's not a race problem in the first place. It's not a race problem. It's, it's not. That's racist of you to say. <laughs> well, I mean, the numbers. Then the, I. Crime happens where it happens. It's like having COVID and dying with COVID. You didn't die because you were black. You were black when you died. Do you know they're saying COVID is uh, more people who are black die from COVID than if you're there, white? There is some uh, there is some truth to that. And I've got some theories. Um, a, they usually have high blood pressure in the yep. African communities. Um, most of the time it's untreated and that could be a personal choice or a healthcare choice, uh, you know, healthcare coverage. It's not yeah. a cheap thing to treat and the, f- you know, food options. It's hard to eat healthy to fix it's that healthy. problem. Yeah. But when you're digging into certain communities, and reporting numbers that make it go that way, then yeah. Of course. I, I could see the problem. I, I mean, are we going to start saying what race people are when they die in a car crash? Probably. This, we can't I've never say seen white. those numbers. No. Because it They're doesn't people. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I even I, went out and said, oh, well, we never hear about a black cop shooting a white guy. And somebody said, well, it wouldn't matter. It's still racist. And I said, hold the phone. They said, no, no, no. Once, once you decide to be a cop as a, as an African-American, once you decide to be a cop, you gave up your, you're not, you're not an African-American anymore. No, you're a racist. Exactly. And I said, no, <laughs> when you put on a uniform, it doesn't matter what color you are. That's like saying that, oh, well, firefighter didn't save so-and-so because they were whatever color. I'm like, guess what? I've been in fires. You can't see who people are. Exactly. You see a body, you grab it and pull it. Like, it doesn't... Like, you don't... I don't get it. Maybe, Maybe because I'm not. And that's the thing is neither one of us can see it. We've never lived it. We've never lived it. And do I think that there are racists out there? Of course. Do I think there are bad people in the world? Of course. Is every single white person a racist? No. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Did you watch, there was a TikTok that conservative Barbie did. She stitched this one. (laughs) She stitched this one, this one kid's video. He is sticking up for Joe Biden being racist. He goes, well, yeah, he may be racist, but he he's being the good kind of racist or he's being racist for the good. What? Um, he uses racism for good. You guys need to quit calling Joe Biden a racist. Yeah, he said racist things, but he uses racism for good. So, like, you guys keep on calling him a racist, but, like, at least he's not Donald Trump. Donald Trump is literally Hitler. Biden 2020. Can somebody explain that to me? (laughs) Uh, I think this kid missed um, history class. Maybe. Is that what happened? I think so. Okay. That, that, that has to be it. 
That that I mean, it's the only thing that makes it. sense. That's the only <laughs> It's the only possible thing. I I can't. He has 1,350 likes on it, and he has 1,850 comments. How many views did that have? I'm just wondering about um, perspective, you know, not perspective, but percentage-wise. 70,000 views. 70K, and how many likes? Um, it was 1,350 likes. Oh, that's a... All right, so... Now he has a new video that says ACAB. His, um, he has 3,904 followers, and his bio says, this isn't satire, I'm just educated. <laughs> wait, yeah, okay. Wait. <laughs> I wish I could do the, I'm educated. I'm educated, hold on. The TV taught me. <laughs> ATV told me to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad one of us can do the voice. Oh, and How? he also has a cab and BLM. Of course he does. Of course, of course he, does. he does. Yeah. No, that's the that's the moron starter pack. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Definitely. I you know I had to look that up. A cab? I had to look that up. When it was spray too. painted all over my town, I had to look it up. I did too. I'm like, what the hell is this? What does this mean? I literally had no idea what that meant. Mm-hmm. Our police department, and I'm not going to say where I'm at. People know where I'm at, but I'm not going to give it out. But we have a we have a fairly decent amount of cops here, and we have a fairly high amount of African American officers, especially females. Yeah, some of them in the command staff of of chiefs and i just don't see how racist can you be how are you going to promote these folks into into your cabinet basically your upper echelon of advisors if you're such a racist i mean say being racist would be like saying well i i think that i don't want my kids to go to school in a racial jungle or if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Or yeah, that sounds racist. That's that sounds racist. racist. That's that's, that that's definitely racist. racist. That's that racist. <laughs> that's definitely racist. That. But even that doesn't sound like Hitler. No, no. I mean, I'm not gonna call Joe Biden Hitler. No, we're just gonna, we're, we're, Hitler I'm, was Hitler was Hitler. So I don't think there's anybody else a, like him. He's literally the name of a bad person. That like, is. Yeah. When when people refer to people as him, that's how bad he is. Right. Like, oh, he's a Hitler. Like you're being a Hitler. Like when somebody calls you Hitler, that's pretty damn bad. That that's bad. That's bad. So I, but he he's only a little racist, but he's racist for, for good reasons. For good reasons. I would like to know what those are. Does that mean that he'll promote somebody to be vice president, even though she has absolutely no business being there? Does that mean that he's uh, for all of the segregation? Like, does does, does that take into account? No, I'm not. 
super conspiracy. I mean, I've got I've got some on there, but I heard somebody said this was a test run for AI to be able to recognize people by just their eyes. That like, isn't you know, facial that... facial recognition yeah. by just your eyes. Well, my thing is okay. Why didn't Apple come up with the freaking mask thing? Like, you know how, like, you have to use the face recognition to be able to open your phone? I yeah. feel like the new phone, if you're wearing a mask, I feel like it should be able to detect your face. I'm sorry. It probably will. It probably will. Yeah. I feel like technology has, has evolved so much. <laughs> I mean, it, it needs to. Yeah. So what do it you think was, about the reset, the great reset? I just want to touch on this. Just oh, yeah. I, I heard that and I was like, oh, this would be a good topic. I There's definitely some, uh, there's some shifty business going on behind that. And I think that was a slip. Yeah. And there's been a lot of slips. And the slips all seem to be trending in the same direction. Yep. You can only you can only prep somebody so much. And and Joe is proof of that. Joe and Kamala are both proof of that. I mean, Trump didn't slip up once. No. And he's running a country, probably still running some of his businesses, getting three, four hours of sleep, maybe just a nap maybe. on a plane in city to city cross country. He probably doesn't sleep at all. Rallies. Yeah. Rallies, yeah. The, the dude the dude doesn't sleep. Joe's been in his basement for most of this period. Where's your you basement, think he could? <laughs> are you building cages? He's probably. <laughs> I mean, you'd think he would at least be able to come out and be coherent after having all this prep time. Why isn't he out celebrating? His people are. His people without, are. Without masks. Without masks. I saw that. And it was oh, what mayor? What mayor said that that was okay? Oh, it was uh, Lori Lightfoot. Was it her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little Beetlejuice. She said that she said that most of them were wearing masks. She wasn't even wearing a mask. But can Beetlejuice get the COVID? I don't know. Probably. He probably. I mean, he's did. already dead. I mean, he probably voted for Biden. I mean, if we're just gonna go down. Wow. Yeah, I don't probably, see. I don't see. I, I, don't, I don't see him voting for Biden, though. I see him definitely going more for Trump. But personal, I think, I think Michael Keaton is definitely a uh, Democrat. Yeah. So I mean, if but we're going off the character, Michael Keaton was Beetlejuice. I know who. I, oh, okay. I know who Beetlejuice was. <laughs> but as a, as Beetlejuice as the character, now, uh, mm, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it. No, I definitely think he voted for Biden. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody that's dead did. Yeah, everybody. Not Super one... convenient that 250,000 people died this year. Not one single person that was dead voted for Trump. Not one. No. Not one single one. But there's no, there's no voter fraud. There's no voter fraud. Well, <laughs> so there is. There's just not sufficient enough. Where's the line? I mean, dead people are voting. There's, 
the line has to be close. There ha- it has to be. It's got to be real a, close. I had a guy in my live the other day. He said, I said, he's like, there's no fraud. I said, there's no fraud. What about all the dead people who voted? He's like, well, there's a, there, there's dead people who vote in every election. I said, but you just said there's no fraud. Right. So now there's fraud. Which one is it, dude? Stick to your story. <laughs> Jeez. There's no logic. Well, There's so no logic. Uh, apparently Chris Christie, who prepped Trump for this whole election, was like, oh, nope, it's completely fair. Nothing what? to see here. Move on. What? Yeah. Let me see if I can find the quote. Chris Christie calls Trump's legal team a national embarrassment. <gasps> he was part of it. He was part of it. What? He was. He prepped him for all of the debates. Let's see. Uh, Trump has failed to provide any evidence of fraud. Um, his legal team was in shambles, and it's time to put the country first. Oh, my God. And then he says, quote, if you, if you have got the evidence of fraud, present it. They will in court. They're not going to give everything that they know up. I don't understand why people won't. Just like the dude, um, or just like the person who asked Rudy Giuliani, um, well, where's the voter fraud? Where's the voter fraud? And she's trying to get him to talk about it, and he's like, no, I'm not telling. Like, why? First of all, there's legality there. Like, there's some things that are just classified, and there are some things that you just don't talk about as a lawyer, that he he has he doesn't have to tell you. I don't understand why people are like, well, you need to tell us. He doesn't have to tell you nothing. He's a lawyer. He doesn't tell you, he doesn't have to tell you anything. Did you see the girl the other night, uh, a couple nights ago? I think it may have been the first night you were back on after you were gone for a few days. She said, Oh, well, did you donate to Trump's uh uh bailout or whatever because he's bankrupt? And I was like, oh, here we go again. Here we go. And I was like, Trump's never been bankrupt. Where are they getting that from? First, I, Well, because he has had LLC or, you know, his companies have went under. I'm sure he's yeah. had a few go bad. But that's people don't understand man. that. That's Yeah. You're going to tell <laughs> me that if, a, that if a Walmart closes, the Waltons are bankrupt. I don't think so. No. That's not how it works. If Disneyland has a bad year. Those people are still, and this is going to be a bad year for Disney, which it's, is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Between ESPN and the park closing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. ESPN. Oh. Don't even get me started on them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's like, so did you donate to his, uh, his bankruptcy? And I said, well, no, I didn't. But he's also not bankrupt. And she's like, prove it. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't prove it in a hundred characters. And I was like, like I, I can make a video, but you're not going to come to my page anyways. And yeah. if you do, you're just going to come say something stupid. Yep. So I was like, first of all, he's not bankrupt at all. Second of all, he's definitely not bankrupt because of the campaign, because that's what she was referring to was that he was bankrupt because he ran a campaign, a campaign. I'm like, that's all donor money. It's illegal for him to use his own money. To my knowledge, anyways, I could be wrong. <laughs> oh my god, that sounded pretty good to me. So, <laughs> but people are donating, and and now the the recounts 
That's not taxpayer money. He has to pay for that. So he's still campaigning, which people are like, well, he campaign's over. He's just taking you for a ride now. He's just taking your money. No, he's using it for legal fees and campaign and uh, recaps. You know what? Shut he's up clearly and telling money. you that. Yeah. Shut up and no, take no, it. That's fine. You're going to be on a list. Oh, I know. I heard about the list. I heard about the list. Yeah. AOC shows up with her list and show her where to put it. Mm-hmm. She can file it in my new file cabinets that used to be called guns. That's true. They identify as paper shredders now. That's right. And people shredders. People shredders. All the people shredders. So they, appar- uh, apparently even Giuliani and Jenna Ellis are trying to distance themselves from Miss um, Powell. Uh-oh. Says They said she's practicing law on her own. I thought she was doing a pretty damn good job. Uh, what's happening? Because that does not. <laughs> this is not from CNN. This is from CNN. So oh. I don't. I don't know that I can completely agree with it. But yeah, they also stole the clip of Chris Christie from ABC. So they could have completely pieced it together. Yeah, they know. probably did. Then that's. Fine. But it's from Kevin Lip, Kevin Liptock and Devin Cole. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard either one of their names. They're <laughs> solid reporting from. Yeah, CNN I know, right? As usual. CNN. They're too busy firing people for masturbating on Zoom calls. Hey, sometimes you just got to bust. <laughs> I mean, tubing. sometimes you just got to. I mean, if you need it, you need it, I guess. I, <laughs> sometimes you need something weird to distract the media. No. Sometimes you got to get people to talk something to talk about. I mean, it was <laughs> really weird, really weird timing. I just, it was. <laughs> it was I mean, who says you got to wear a pants to do a podcast? I mean, nobody. Is, it, is there rules to is there rules to podcast? I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe. We're not <laughs> regulated by the FCC, so that's cool. That's cool. There you go. Regulated by everybody else. Yup. So on that note, do we want to do censorship tonight, or do we want to save that for next time? Let's save that for next time. I feel like we actually got yeah. a... Um, we have a pretty solid set. We do. We almost at two hours now. So... All right, everybody, uh, we're going to go ahead and hop off, but I want to go ahead and tell you thank you so much for listening and joining us. We greatly, I know I greatly appreciate it. Um, Kenton, I'm I sure do as well. Too. See? Uh, so we're going to go ahead and hop off, but thank you once again for listening and watching. Uh, join us next time. Uh, we're pretty sure that we have a lot of stuff to cover next time too, but we got to go ahead and let you enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, night, wherever you guys are. But thank you once again for watching and we'll see you next time.